Hello and welcome back to Girlfriends Talk About Health, Money, Work, and Life. I'm Robin Kochkin. I am so thrilled that you are here with me and Consuela today. Before we dive into this episode, which is chock full of great information about knowing your strengths and taking that into the workplace with you and daily life, I want to take a minute to invite you to let me know about a woman you know who you think would be a great guest and to get your feedback about what's working in this podcast that's really resonating with you that's something that's really you know that you've taken to heart and has made a difference for you whether it's at work in your health in your daily life or even with your finances um, i would love to hear about those that 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 feedback so you can either connect with me on Instagram at Robin Kachka, that's K-A-C-Z-K-A, and send me a direct message with your comments, or you can use the uh, form with the link that I put into the show notes. Um, so without further ado, let's move on to this great conversation I had with Consuela Munoz. She's vibrant, she knows her strengths, and she wants you to know yours too. Founder and CEO of Own Your Confidence, Consuela coaches you to uncover your confidence and live life on purpose. So let's dive right in. Hello, and welcome to Girlfriends Talk About Health, Money, Work, and Life. I'm so excited to be together, Consuela. We've had to reschedule a couple of times, um, some for me, some for you. So it's great to finally be together and uh, have that flexibility, right, that we can um, work our schedules and our podcast uh, around so that we can be together here. So um, I am Robin Kochka. I am the host of Girlfriends Talk About um, Health, Money, Work, and Life. And I'm just so thrilled to bring you to my audience that is growing. Uh, and you know, we met through a networking group. We met over Zoom. We're here over Zoom again. Uh, and immediately I just felt like, wow, Consuela is a really cool person and she has lots of great insights, <laughs> lots of great energy. And I know she has a wonderful story to share that um, other women would enjoy learning about. So rather than me fumble through like what makes Consuela awesome and wonderful, could you share a little bit about yourself? Awesome. And first, I just want to start by saying, yeah, I appreciate the flexibility, but we are some powerhouse ladies and we <laughs> get stuff done. So we got to be able to be flexible and move things around so we can get all the things done that we need to get done to be those powerful ladies that we are, right? Yeah, absolutely. So a little bit about me. I'm Consuela Munoz and I am a speaker, author, coach, and farmer. And you're like, what? She said farmer. So <laughs> farmer, I have uh, some hens now. I have a flock of 15. And so even though my husband says, you can't call yourself a farmer, I'm calling myself a farmer. So there you go. I love but, it. Yeah. So what else about me? So what else about me is that I am all about um, figuring out what we do best and learning how we can do more and more of that. And how can we celebrate the amazingness that we are and reach for the greatness within ourselves? That is exciting and inspiring. And, you know, whenever I hear things like that, I think, oh, there's so many threads I can pull on and, and bring, bring a story out. So uh, let's go to the basics. Like, how did you choose to move into the field that you're doing? 
become author. a speaker, author, coach, all these different things. Like right. what so, led you here? And 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 then I'm I'm gonna surprise you and, and the rest of everybody a little bit more by saying, yes, yeah, so I have a degree in chemistry and geology. And yep. So now you coach, like how where's that connection? And and I always say, you know, my my career was never on a straight line, it always meandered. And it all changed for me when I took the strength finder assessment for the first time. And it was really, you know, I've just wrote a book about this, but this is really like that inkling for me that I have more to offer. There's more to me than just going to work and going home and going to work and repeating that day after day and then year after year. And when you get done with that, what is there? So there's more to me than that. And with the strengths, I really felt like more people need to know about this. More people need to realize that they have something more to give than just necessarily going in and doing their work day after day. And I feel like other people kind of have that point, that realization at some point that you're like, wait, wait, what, what am I doing here? What, what is my you know, purpose? Where, where am I going with all this? And for me, that was the, the thing that ignited that change and said, okay, I need to do something more with this and more people need to know about this. But of course, I can't get rid of chemistry all the way, right? So to me, it's what I love about the Strength Finder is it's based on research. It's based on data. And that's why one of the reasons why I love it so much. Well, as one data nerd, I mean, I was not chem I was not chemistry and geology. I was uh, uh, I studied I graduated with a history degree and I am also a data nerd. <laughs> So I appreciate research-based things <laughs> very much. Um, so uh, it sounds like you went from a um, and being an employee to being an independent business owner. Is that right? Yes, and it sounds like it happened overnight, but it didn't. It didn't. No, you didn't just wake didn't. up and like <laughs> like, but it, it and it was kind of a gradual thing of me saying I have to get this to more people. And so while I was you know, an employee and working, I said, Hey, people need to do this. And people are like, okay, that's nice, but not now. And so I just kept pushing and pushing and finding a way. And so I had to join the, our women's group, which was all, you know, volunteer work and say, Hey, Hey, we need to be doing more with strengths. And they, you know, because it's volunteering, they let me create a strength program. Oh, now teaching some stuff. Right. Yeah. Was this at work that you did this yeah, or was so this, this outside was still of work? At work? And so okay. I started with coaching, you know, women that are in different groups, like just individual women, but all at the same time. And what grew from that was like, oh my goodness, this is awesome. You have to work with my whole team. And so then I started coaching um, and doing team building events and then coaching full teams, you know, throughout, you know, through my whole 12 week program. And it really just grew from there to the point where I'm like, you know, I really enjoy this way more than what I'm getting paid to do. So maybe it's time to go do this. I'm just going to co-coach. So it did take a bit of time, but I, but I appreciate that because as women, you know, sometimes we can suffer from something called imposter syndrome. Have you heard mm -hmm. of it? No, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, but seriously though, for, for just stop for a minute because some people may not truly understand what imposter syndrome is. You might hear it like, I mean, I've been I've been um uh at fault for doing this. You hear something like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Imposter syndrome, sure. <laughs> but can you just explain a little bit about what, what that means, imposter syndrome? 
Yeah, so imposter, imposter syndrome is really that um, where you start doubting that you belong where you are. So you've gotten this promotion and anytime now they're going to figure out that you're actually not qualified to do this and they're going to let you go. Um, and the, the thing is, you would think the more success you have, the less you would have of this, but the opposite can actually be true if you're not on top of it. And that is the more success you have, the more you're like, oh my gosh, now they're really going to find out that I don't belong here, right? Like some of, some of the actors you watch in movies, some of your, you know, best-selling authors that, you know, have, you know, oodles of money can be faced with this, like, oh, but one day they're going to figure out I didn't actually you know, deserve this reward I got, and they're going to take this award away or whatever it is. And so, yeah, so that's what imposter syndrome is. And it doesn't mean that you're always affected by it, but it can be also those doubts that any, any time that you're faced with like a new thing can trigger and the, those doubts can start pouring in. Right, right. So thank you for that uh, little aside. Do you have a visitor? Do you have a dog visiting no, you? Yeah, my, oh. my pup's having a dream. Sorry, y'all. She's oh, no, that's good. I love it. That's yeah, real life. <laughs> so you that. were saying you you introduced imposter syndrome as part of your, like, you were glad that it took you a little while to kind of make that choice, leap, not leap. Well, I don't know if you call it a leap, but that transition um, from being an employee to being like on your own as a coach. Yeah, right. Well, and, and, the reason I say that is because being in business for yourself can be really doubt inducing, right? It takes a minute for it to get going. And it's easy to start saying, well, I, you know, you can let those doubts flood you. But having had the experience before that and coaching so many people before I even started on my own as a business coach. I don't have, I don't, when those doubts stand up, I'm like, Hey, no, I know what I'm doing. Go sit down. You can yeah. just go take your chair in the corner because I know that I can take people from being disengaged to engage. And I know that I can make people realize how amazing they are. And I don't have to let the doubts come in because I spent the time doing that, that coaching. Yeah. And it wasn't my yep. business, right. Yeah, yeah, that's that's really important to to recognize because I think uh, in my experience, the and you might have a similar or different experience that uh, those who every business person goes through a period where it's kind of you call it a dry spell, you know, <laughs> where it seems like nothing's happening, and yes, there's doubts that creep in, and then you know the the best antidote i find to to um doubts is action right like take action do something anything <laughs> take any action um but uh but it is it can be disconcerting because you don't have that paycheck that's you know necessarily flowing in while you're like while your project's not really reaping the results that you are impatiently waiting for them to <laughs> reap <laughs> yes yeah, so so a classic phrase you hear is you know, it just takes time. <laughs> and you're thinking, yes, but my pocketbook doesn't like all this time, right? You yes, know, definitely something you face. And that can be a trigger, right? If you're fretting over that, that that can definitely be a trigger that sets off those, you know, doubts to try to flood you and you have to put them over there where they belong. So. Right, right. And I know you have some tips and techniques, I mean, with your years of experience now with coaching. So what, um, what I'm curious what your like 
Well, so I'm curious. I have a couple curious things. So I'll give you a, a couple options and you can pick the one you want to talk about. Uh, I'm curious about what your your um, what you've seen to be the greatest sort of success or result from from your, you know, in, in injecting some confidence and helping people develop those skills to have confidence. And I'm also curious about, well, no, I guess it's about that. Like, what are the results of like, if you get a boost of confidence, what does that do for you? Like, what are some tangible things that, that have come out? Yes, because it's important, right? We don't want to just do this for no reason. So one of the things I talk about, obviously I talk about strengths a lot, but you know, when, when we're thinking about strengths, what I like to say is, have you ever followed a diet? Right. If you follow the diet, chances are you're going to lose some weight. Yay. But yeah. then what happens when you stop following the rules of the diet? Uh, you stop losing weight and you may even put it back on. Right. So you so it's that behavioral change. And to me, strengths is that this is a new way of behaving and and being um, in control of your strengths. So we can either control our strengths or they can control us. And we you know, any strength that is taken too far is a weakness. Mm. So how are we going to, and this is kind of why, you know, we were talking about celebration earlier. So my process is the CEO way, because I feel that everyone is a leader. I also feel strongly that everyone should get up and enjoy going to work. And so when I say that we're going to celebrate our strengths, so what are they? Let's celebrate them. Then we're going to engage in our strengths because it doesn't do us any good to identify them and then put them on the shelf. That's like, yeah, I heard about this diet. I followed it for two days and then I stopped like it, that doesn't get you anywhere. And then we're going to engage in those strengths until we own them. And as far as results that we've seen, like I have seen some crazy things happen. So we, you know, when I was working with those women in the, in the group, I literally saw women that came in there that barely spoke completely disengaged from their job, barely engaged, you know, with the most of their life. Right. And leave at the end of it, like showing up, dressing smart, speaking up and just completely engaged to the point where it almost seems as if they glow from within. Mm -hmm. Now, everybody in our group noticed it, but even more than that, everybody outside our group noticed it. She was getting a lot of um, comments like, did, did you change your hair? Have you lost weight? Right. Because they're like something about you is different and they couldn't quite put their finger on it, but she's so engaged and she's so, you know, it changed it. Now she was in a job that she just, there a specific lady I'm thinking of. She was in a job that she just was like, you know, barely doing the minimum to get by or whatever. Now she got completely engaged through that and was really thinking like out of the box, what do we need? What do we need to be doing? Shortly after that, our company started going through a transformation and her job was most likely going to get cut. And she went to the folks that were doing this and said, hey, this is what I think we need and this is why I can do it. So not only did she not get cut, she got moved into a new role that they created that she inspired them to have. That's what engagement looks like. And that's what strengths can do for you. That can put you on the path to really knowing what you're best at and offering that. Because a lot of times, you know, especially in the U.S. is a big deal in the U.S. If there's something that needs to get done, we're going to volunteer. But we shouldn't be doing that. You know, like, oh, this needs to be done. So I'm going to volunteer. That could, you could be putting yourself in a lose-lose situation. 
Because if it's not what you do best, you shouldn't be volunteering for it. Right. You feel pressure to do that. But if it is what you do best, now you're going to knock it out the park. And that's where you want to be focused on. What are those things that you know that you can do so well that you should do? And the more you do of that, the less of the things that you don't do well matter because, you know, one of my things I don't do well is filing. But if I can do, if I can do this and deliver all these trainings, why would they have me spending any of my time filing when I could be over here doing a training instead? And that's, and that's the power of strengths. Yeah, that's, that's a great, I love hearing that story and the examples of, um, of what knowing your strength and leaning into your strength can do, not just for you, but for other people around you, because what I'm hearing you say from that example is, you know, yes, she gained so much from that experience, the confidence, the being in tune with what her, her strengths really are and how they fit right into different scenarios. Um, and as a result, then she's able to benefit the company, which that's a win-win all around. Right. And, you know, if it hadn't worked out to be such a rosy ending for her (laughs) in that respect, you know, she would have then had that strength to go and identify other jobs or companies or other things where she could flourish, um, potentially and, and know that she, uh, I, I use the word deserved, but deserved, but like, you know, that it, that it, she earned it, that it's a good, that's a good thing that she recognizes, right? What's a good yeah. environment. And, and it really is. That's when you're owning your strengths. You can own your confidence, right? You, you just stand in it and you know, you know, we, I talk about presence a lot sometimes too. And there's the three C's of presence. And that is camera ready communication and confidence. But to me, it's not just any confidence. It's having strength-based confidence because the more you feel that, the less the doubts can come in, the more presence you're going to have. And presence is one of those weird things when people are like, well, like you can't really explain it or describe it or define it if I asked you to. And yet if you walked into a room, you could easily pick out who has presence in the room. Yeah. Right. And so that's what you're going. When you, when you are solid and when you know your strengths, that becomes easier for you to do. Right. Right. Yeah. I love that. Easier to say, no, that's another thing I'll touch on. Like, especially as women, we really can struggle with saying no to things that aren't great for us. And when you, when you're in there with your, with your strengths and your confidence in them, it's easier because you're like, no, that's not going to be beneficial. I'm not doing that it's easier to say no to things that are not good for you. And the other thing, I know we're talking about work here. One of the things, so many people who joined my my strength program, the first couple that I had, really were thinking, I must be in the wrong job because I'm miserable. I don't know if any of the listeners out there have ever felt miserable at work, you know, your Sunday afternoon and you're like already anxious about you got to go to work the next day. And a lot of times that, that, translates to us thinking, I need to find a new job because this isn't working. And I would say that 99% of the time, that's not the case that they need to find a new job, but something does need to change. If you're not excited to get up and go to work, something needs to change, but almost always we're in the right job. And we just haven't used our strengths to control what we're doing to the point where we're, we're engaged and happy in our work. And there's ways to bring that back in and to have that control that help us fall back in love with the role that we're in. I love, I really appreciate that you said that because 
you're right. It is, it could be easy to, um, you know, to, to be frustrated with your boss, the situation, the name a thousand things, right? Everybody's calling you because you know how to solve all the problems, but you know, whatever it is, <laughs> um, and you're dreading going into work. So taking that, taking control of that, practicing, it sounds like, I mean, I think there's probably some practicing when you communicate and know what your strengths are and you communicate like how to, how to, um, uh, effectively articulate that and grow into it, um, really does, you know, work into your, your, um, into your work environment. So, um, so thank you for sharing that. I mean, yes, it definitely, it definitely is practice. It is practice because you're going to, and when I say it's behavior change, I mean, you could say a diet is practice too, right? Like it's not yeah. going to be, you're not going to listen to this for five minutes and everything's going to be fixed and rosy, right? Like you have to do the work. If you want this better life for you, you have to do the work to take it. And so we have to do like, how are you growing your strengths each week? How are you stopping your weaknesses? Because we can't fix our weaknesses, but we can control them. So what are we doing to stop them? But what are you doing each week to, to make your work week more about what you love and less about what drains you? Like you have to be doing that constantly. And that's when you go from just engaging to owning. And, and that's really what we want to do. Yeah, for sure. I think, thank you. Thank you. That, that's really um, so awesome. And I can see how that would really play into all sorts of facets of your life as well. Um, family, you know, uh, whatever, social, all the different things, right? <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, definitely. That, that's the thing I love about strengths is they're not just about work. These are the things that you are naturally born able to do. And it, sometimes it's so natural for you that you don't realize other people cannot do it. Yeah. You don't even realize it. You're like, oh, just do the thing. And they're like, you're doing, say what, how? <laughs> like people like are just, you know, whatever. And so, but it's so natural to you that you don't realize it until you do. And that's what I love about the assessment because, you know, you, you know, the more experience, AKA age that you get, right? The, the more you kind of have a good idea of what you're good at, right? Like, oh, I know I'm like good at this, but it's still kind of like that nebulous thing in your brain. Yep. So when you take the assessment, you get the results back and here are your results in black and white words on paper coming from somebody else that tell you all the amazing things about you. And that is really powerful. This is one thing to kind of think maybe I'm this, but to see it in black and white can make all the difference for someone. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And, you know, having your coaching coupled with it, I'm sure makes a, makes a huge impact because like, really, that's, that's my strength. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yes. I get some people like, I think the test messed up. I don't think like, by the time we go through it, they're like, oh no, that makes sense now. Right. That makes sense. And I do have a joke about that because people say, oh yeah, I took strength finder. I'm like, oh, cool. Cool, cool, right? Uh, what what are your top five? And they're like, um, they they don't remember them. And I'm like, see, if you worked with a coach, you would you know would easily know them because you'd be using them every day, all day yep. long. Yeah, for sure. That's for the sure. difference. I mean, the report is strong, but working with someone, that's how you learn to engage them. Yeah, for sure. That's that's uh that's awesome. It does speak for um for the need to communicate with another person about about what you're learning and what you're doing. 
definitely. Not just your boss or your your coworkers who are just like yammering with and talking about it, but somebody who can really dive into it with you and show you specific how that specifically relates to your your work environment, how you're communicating with people, how you're yeah, planning we, your time. We really do go into as well as like I'm going to help them understand, but. Also, we have some practice sessions on how do you communicate about your strengths in a way that's well-received? Because you can't go up to your boss and be like, yeah, I'm not good at that and I'm not doing it anymore because that doesn't go very far, no. right? Like, or they're like, or you can't say, I'm really good at this, so I don't want to do anything else. Like those conversations, if you start them that way, you're not going to get the results you're hoping for. So we work on how to have those conversations and even do practices on how do you have that conversation with your your boss or even your team members, you know, how do I have that conversation so that it's well received and gets the results that you hope for from it versus, you know, yeah. I'm not going to do this anymore because I don't like it because <laughs> that doesn't work. Right? Yeah, for sure. And so it really dives into what I'm hearing a lot of is leadership of yourself. And then how do you, uh, then the leadership among your peers, right? Because that's a that's a that's a different dynamic than your leadership communicating it to your to your bosses to your higher ups whatever however you want to refer to them, um, and then imagine if you have supervised people you know it makes a difference as well so um, so that's awesome I I've just this has been such a great conversation I'm sure um, I I uh, I'm sure people you know who are listening are are I'm sure there's at least a couple people who are nodding ahead along thinking yeah yeah. Yeah, I could see how this would make a difference. Um, so uh, we're getting towards the end of our, this has been so much fun, um, towards the end of our conversation and our time together, I always ask a question that's kind of um, a little bit more of a um, unprepared. I mean, we didn't prepare anything, but you know, this has been kind of a nice, safe conversation. It's still safe. Anyway, um, I am curious. You're thinking, okay, what is this question? <laughs> What's coming up? What a big buildup. Probably nothing. You're like, oh, this is nothing. <laughs> so I'm curious uh, how you would fill in the blank. It's like a Mad Libs, but you, know, you fill in the blank or creative prompt. Um, love is. Love is acceptance. Is it supposed to be one word in there? I mean, it can be any, yeah, one word's great. And then tell me more, tell us more about that. What does that mean to you? Well, so when I say love is acceptance and here I'm, I'm saying accepting what each person brings to the table. You know, I am all about strengths and positive psychology all day. And so a lot of times when people will get the report, if we only get the top five, their instant thought is like, oh, I wonder what's at the bottom. Or they'll be oh, I really wanted this strength, right? So right away they start fretting about what isn't there and wish I had this and wish, wishing things they didn't have in mind is acceptance of what you do have and how are you gonna make that work for you? But also an acceptance from each other. So if you have a partner, chances are strong that your, pod, your partner's top strengths are your bottom strengths. When they say opposites attract, Yes, yes, they do. Like almost always, that's what I see. But usually you'll have a couple the same in your top 10. But the, but the acceptance piece comes in understanding and accepting that they do things in a different way and that's good for us versus 
being annoyed that they do things in a different way. When you see that, that you can you can make that difference in how you um, react and and you know deal with that they think in a different way than you. I feel seen. <laughs> I actually met a couple this weekend and they were talking and I misunderstood them, but I thought they were saying that they had their top five the same. And I was like, what? Like I've, and, and no, 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 no. They had one that was the same in their top five. I'm like, oh, okay. That's more. <laughs> that <I> makes sense. <laughs> Oh, that's fantastic. Well, um, and so Consuela, I'm sure somebody listening is curious, like how do they get in touch with you to have a conversation, to find out more, to follow you, to be a fan, whatever. Um, how, how would people uh, get in touch with you? Yes. Yeah, so my fans can follow me at um, www.ownyourconfidence.com. Go in there, sign up for the newsletter, excuse me, newsletter, check out for any craziness I've got going on up in there because I'm all about fun and adventure and, and that's what life should be. So, you know, check us out, see what we got going on, but that's how you get a hold of me. Sounds great. Thanks so much. Oh my gosh, how about that conversation we had with Consuela? I mean, she is a chemist, a geologist, and now she's a farmer. And before she became a coach using the strengths-based assessment, you know, that tool um, and that framework that uh, is so um, excellent in uncovering your strengths and using them to your fullest advantage uh, in a confident way, not egocentric. I mean, it was very clear that she's not all, she's not at all about, you know, puffing up your pride, <laughs> but really about helping you to own your strengths and use that to your advantage to accept yourself and to consequently be more accepting of other people as well. What a great way to, to, to be in life and to move in, around in our world. So um, if you are moved and you want to connect with Consuela Munoz, you can go to our website www.ownyourconfidence.com and you can subscribe to her email her newsletter you know connect with her reach out to her she's also on linkedin um, instagram lots of places so feel free to reach out to her and to connect with her and share something that was meaningful to you it is always a great way to you know brighten a day right when you share a compliment something that was meaningful to you and you know it will help her to uh help other people and encourage other people as well so thanks so much for joining us and look forward to being back same time same place next week i promise <laughs> with another great conversation